0: shark bait ah. shark bait to shark bait ah. how do we get here i'm not sure jonathan you led me here i think it's on behalf of tua is tua and oh ladies and gentlemen welcome back to knowledge nonsense and reasoning your favorite podcast slash radio show slash conglomerate conglomerate what he said ladies and gentlemen it is wednesday what time is it raul
1: 8 o'clock p.m., if I'm correct, Eastern Standard Time.
0: Slam Radio, ladies Slam and rados, gentlemen. Slam
1: Radio, channel 145. This is Knowledge, Not sense, and Reasoning. And, and is that one of your favorite podcasts? It's your French favorite podcast, because here we care about friendship as the fun guys.
0: Friendship over everything. What is it? Safety, then teamwork, right? That's how it goes. Ladies and gentlemen, today we'll be talking about some of our favorite albums that have come out in 2020. We're also going to be talking about some pop culture. We're going to be talking about some sports, Miami and across the field. And if we have time, some guy named Joe Biden, if if we could squeeze him in there. I don't even know if people want to hear about this guy anymore. But here we are. Knowledge. Nonsense. And reasoning. This
1: is SiriusXM 145 Slam Radio.
0: I adopted Bento in 2010 from a shelter. This cat makes me make art. He's always motivating me to draw pictures of him. He just is motivating artistically. He's my best friend, but a lot of people know him as Keyboard Cat.
1: Keyboard Cat, YouTube star and shelter pet. Amazing adoption stories start in shelters. Start yours today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States and the Ad Council.
0: 180 over 111 and i had a stroke i couldn't speak or walk this is high blood pressure get back on your plan go to loweryourhbp.org. brought to you by the american stroke association american medical association and the ad council
1: we'll be back with knowledge nonsense and reasoning on sirius xm
0: 145 slam radio good morning amigo and then i'd have one more question for him did you take steroids on did you take steroids Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to 11, only on SiriusXM XM 145, Slam Radio. Wash your hands, avoid sick people, and touching your face. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Visit cdc.gov COVID-19. Brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station.
1: And now we're back with Knowledge, Nonsense, and Reasoning. On Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, this is Knowledge nonsense, and Reasoning, Sirius XM Edition. I am back. My name is Raul. My name is Jonathan. And
1: I've, I've been missing for the last few weeks. <laughs> I was on a trek in the jungle. Yeah?
0: What was going on in the jungle?
1: Well, here's why I couldn't tell you anything about it, Raul. It was a top secret mission. Breaking news, everybody. I've been constantly trying to convince everybody that Raul was a spy because I'm the spy.
0: Jonathan, you're lying to me.
1: No, I'm just that good of an actor. Wow. I know, I know. I should have believed you all these years. You never do. (laughs) So I had to go to the jungle. There was a certain gem, and it was to save the world. You wouldn't understand. You don't know about these circumstances. I would have never guessed. Me neither. Until they they chose me. See, I've been brainwashed into thinking that this is who I really am. Who's they, Raul?
0: I mean, Jonathan? (laughs) It's, it's, It's them. You know who they are. Who are they? Say it, please.
1: They are the powers that be. The Powers at B. And with that said, we are the Powers at B here at Knowledge, Nonsense, and Reasoning. What is up, everybody?
0: Happy Wednesday! That was improv, ladies and gentlemen. One of our melly talents here at KNR. We are excited to be back together. Um, we're going to start off this episode talking about a little bit of music. But before that, I want to I wanna get personal, bro. Can I get personal with you? Absolutely. So, you know, we've been doing this show for for some time now. How does it feel for you now? To be able to branch out and and go on a show by yourself or do a show without me. It's about time. It's about time, right? It's I about knew it, time. You son of a gun. I mean,
1: I don't work with spies, especially when they try to frame me the whole time.
0: As you heard from Raul's monologue. I know I have trust issues with you. this guy really is convinced that I'm a spy. It was great. We should definitely break that down into a, uh, a little little skit one day. You, you would know all I'm, about I'm playing. trying to convince <laughs> you that it's a skip because I
1: am a spy.
0: Uh. Because that's not what a spy would try to do, you right? You feel me? But a jungle, but no, on the real route, how do you, how do you, uh, you know? No. Uh, to, like, honestly, speaking out to other people out there that might be no, getting into uh, podcasting. No, uh,
1: all jokes aside, it's been nice. I'm definitely happy that, uh, that we put in so much time, so much content out before branching out on our own. I definitely feel a lot more confident doing the show and then to do it by myself it's it's definitely a confidence booster as well but uh starting off i don't think i would have done a great job
0: yeah man this is this is you know like we've never done anything remotely close to this no I, absolutely not i'm
1: i'm not a microphone guy yeah, yeah yeah yeah
0: so so it's cool it's cool now to go on i mean we were just on culture and coladas a couple of weeks ago and that was pretty cool that man was to cool. be on something that was my first time on someone else's show i know that was your second time that
1: was my second time on uh, culture and coladas and then to have jonathan here last week um jonathan not jay not not to be associated Two different
0: entities i mean two different people
1: yeah we're just, not the same person just at like all. a spy would say but uh anyways uh no it, it was very good to have jonathan on the show too man guy guy's a stud
0: yeah man he, if you guys don't know who he is jonathan is the man culture and podcast Kaladas, follow it on youtube we, subscribe
1: we were just there um we might have got lost on the way home for a little bit but yeah it was a it was a ball it was sure. a good
0: time it was a good time nonetheless um and it's great to see to see um you know aside from us being hosts, you're also my friend. so it's good to see you you know expanding your horizons, you know
1: kind of like Verizon, kind of like Verizon, yeah, when they bought t-Mobile.
0: Can you hear me now? No, no, okay, no. awesome, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen well, I'm gonna start it off by talking about one of my favorite albums coming out in twenty twenty came out a couple of weeks ago um by the producer's name Galamatias. <laughs> <laughs> I was say, you want to try it one time or no? no. Gallimatius? That guy, Gallimatius. Gallimatius came out with a, a nice little studio album called Renaissance Boy. The backstory behind this um, album is something that I've been following maybe for five years. Maybe not day in and day out, but ever since he dropped an album back in 2015. Don't lie. Called Urban. Yeah, right? It has I've been, been day I've, in, Every day single day out. I look up if this guy's dropped a new album. But no, this guy released an album back in 2015. With um, Alina Baraz, which is an amazing, amazing, amazing singer. Since that, since 2015, she's gone on to, to pursue her solo career. Granted that even before Urban Flora, which once again came out in 2015 with both the producer Gale Matias and um, um, Alina Braz, they had released an EP together a year prior. So they, they were both coming out into the scene professionally together in joint producer-singer combination. But they both had their separate uh, names. So now... 2015 comes. The album hit success. For those that haven't heard that album, "Urban Flora," beautiful, beautiful, beautiful vibe. Great slow, almost R&B electronic album. I would suggest anybody listen to it. Got uh, very successful, and once again, Alina Braz went off to go do two studio albums after, which also got a good amount of success. So everybody was waiting to see what the producer was going to come out with, what Gallimatius was going to come out with, and it took him five years. And granted, so that he was a producer. In the new album that he came out with, Renaissance Boy, he uses his own vocals. So think about that. Five years in the making, you're not only just thinking about what you're going to do. You don't want to do something that's remotely similar to what you got success because what challenge do you have as an artist? Wouldn't you say that?
1: What growth is there? Yeah, wouldn't you say that,
0: that, that when, you, when you as an artist, because I I, at the end of the day, we're podcasters, radio hosts, but we're artists. At the end of the day, we're vulnerable. We're throwing ourselves out there. Right. But wouldn't you agree with that? When, when you do something that hits success and you want to go do something else, that challenge is something that that, that engages us oh, as artists. I mean,
1: I think it's the only thing to really fuel you. If I mean, you're not trying to push yourself, I, I think that's very compromised at that point. You're very compromised. Like, if you're comfortable doing exactly what you've been doing, and you want to continue doing that, that's cool. But you can't say that there's growth there. Absolutely. You, yeah. Yeah, because that's fine. But I don't know. I think that
0: isn't isn't that the pursuit of the artist? That's in, in my opinion. What in in challenges engage an artist. At the end of the day, that I that's something that I agree with on another level, something I've told myself, whether I've been in, in any of my endeavors in the in the world of arts. So this man had five years to come out with with this album by the name of Renaissance Boy. I encourage anybody to listen to it. It's a great vibe, very low R and B, once again electronic, but with his own um, his own little touch of you know renaissance yeah, boy. yeah yeah the man is the man is from uh from he's danish and he actually came over here in 2015 to produce that album for alina baraz wow wow yeah. wow and wow. then in those five years he learned english to where he's able to compose whole. call it a, mas- album call it a master
1: import huh
0: yeah i'm That's gonna shed some light on some of the, the 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 singles that really made it out one of the one of them being red eye which was the first single off that album that came out prior to the album's release and that was the tone. The tone was Red Eye. It's the second song on the album. The song right before is intro. Both those songs merge into each other. For the most part, I mean, we were listening to it right before. Every single song merges into each other.
1: But they sound so different. It's it's literally just emerging merging, and the that that connects that, the it outro. All together. But then it's just a different portal into into a different universe. It feels each song. One moment, you know, it feels poppy. And then next, you're like, what rock concert? I just stumble into partner. Absolutely, and you don't know where you're standing. You got spun around three
0: times, but it sounded great. We've 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 mentioned um, those style of albums before. Those those style of transitions between um, songs, and that's something for me that it's it's like you're you're going above the call of duty like you're you're really going out there to show that you're not just releasing music you're not just making music you're telling a story you're keeping everything structured this is your baby you want this to be like this you know and and i always tilt my my hat to any producer artist that incorporates that style of of artistry in an album man
1: i mean bro but the thing about the people who really make those type of albums, like like those are experimental albums, it's either you're a star and you get to do whatever you want, or it's an independent artist. Like, I'm not even gonna try to say it. Gallimatius. Gazunte. Anyways, so, so or or So you know what I'm saying? And they have control of that sound. I'm sure, I'm sure that if um recording uh Music companies, music labels didn't have such control over people's sound. We would like it wouldn't stand out so so, like these experimental albums wouldn't stand out so much. If you know those middling artists that are signed, but they're not, you know, childish Gambino that he can make whatever he wants. They still have something to prove. So uh, well, I wouldn't say something proof. They don't have the leverage or ownership of their own uh, of their own voice at that point. Right, creating their own sound. Yeah, because, you know, you have a studio, you have your producers and everybody that, you know, you have to work with and agree with to become that star that then you can make your own things. As where we have artists like this that just stay independent, they do it and, you know, it probably takes longer, a lot longer because I didn't know who this person was until today. Yeah. But guess what? He, that's his sound. that's who he wants that's what he wants to sound like
0: yeah what do you think of the album i mean i loved it man i've been trying to show you this album for weeks you've listened to a couple songs you listened to the whole album i
1: mean yeah we just listened to the whole album before the show we literally were about to start and jonathan was like you know what Nah, we gotta send his whole album and i was like you know what let's that sounds like a nice idea i have
0: no regrets it was lovely it truly was lovely absolutely you know and and i'm gonna go shed light on another song called gps this one is of once again, a very good song and a very good album. Now, why I want to speak about this um, song in particular is because I had a collab with um, with Boss and Xavier Omar. Xavier Omar is a rapper that's actually been in, in, um, in quite a few projects, man. But what was cool about this project in particular is that this album was being produced throughout quarantine, throughout COVID. So these guys never met to com- create this song. Everything was just back and forth emails like look this is from from Galamati's perspective this is what the this is the song that i have incorporate you know and then he sends back vocals going back and forth over a course of a month and a half you know that's yeah. that i think about that bro you're like you're not even catching a feel in studio i mean you're, you're, you know what it is to come into a studio you're, and you're
1: yeah dude you you're winging a lot of stuff you're you're filling in a lot of gaps there i think cuz you know, I think it's important to be in that same energy, f- f- feel it out, but you can't always do that. And again, Hey, maybe these guys know something that we don't I'm no, They definitely know stuff we don't know, but I don't know. I find it impressive just by that fact that
0: they weren't here. Yeah, man. And, and he says it, he said it in, in an interview that I was, that I was watching or that I was uh, reading with rated R shout out to them. One time for the one time. Um, on how he tried to construct this as as cinematic as possible, which ties into the storytelling aspect of of the music. You know, and it's crazy because we were talking about last night how how you want to you love music, but you want to get into film. yeah, and then i I, I went back to say mm-hmm. how um music can be found in film and can be led through film, you know? so and now, now, how funny that you could find um that cinematic experience in music as well you know what i'm saying absolutely i mean uh, like we talked about it last night
1: with uh, quentin tarantino all the music in his movies he picks it out personally and then he literally sometimes he literally picks out the songs and he's like you know what i want to write a
0: scene to this song
1: and it shows you how all those things come in together in a play.
0: And, what, and wouldn't you say that that makes every all of it so much better? It ties everything in. There's oh, no absolutely gaps.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. But I don't know. I I just think that it's incredible to see that all these different forms of expression coming in together to create that one thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because that- great, you okay? So you need the video. You, you need. You need the writing, you need music, you need all these variables to come together, and that's what creates a film. Yeah, absolutely. All, all these different expressions of art is literally, and
0: that's what that film is. It's a sum of all that. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and read a quote. Um, when they asked him, so the r rated RB asked him, What do you hope your listeners take away after listening to Renaissance Board? His response was I hope that anyone who listens will listen from start to finish. It's a big ask in today's digital age where skip buttons and peripheral playlist suggests you look around the corner at every moment but this is a very much constructed as one cohesive journey i put a lot of effort into tying all the songs together to make it as cinematic as possible i didn't want it to feel like one stops one song stops and another one starts i wanted it to feel like you could escape for the entire 30 minutes and watch a movie play out within the confines of your own imagination with that said i appreciate all the people who listen to my music in any capacity how it impacts them or Not, is out of my control. Ladies and gentlemen, Gallimatius, Renaissance Boy, out now, wherever you can listen to music. I would encourage you to go listen to the album.
1: Dan, if you like it or not, it's not his problem.
0: And it's not ours either, but we loved it. And we love you guys. So let's move on to an album that came out earlier this year by a group that kind of had something to prove, huh? Like, they had one masterpiece in 2001. And we're talking about the... The Strokes. The Strokes, ladies and gentlemen. You might have known that they came out with an album this year a couple months back. It's called The New Abnormal. And what an album it was, definitely. And what a fitting title, huh, for yeah, the year. Yeah, absolutely. in the midst of all the... Yeah, well, um,
1: it came out in April. Um, and it's funny, I was actually supposed to go see them in May this year to watch them perform that album.
0: And now you're going to see them in April.
1: Look at that. And that and that's how and that's how it all works. Isn't that's it? how the cookie crumbles. And that's how the cookie crumbles. And that's how the Strokes go. But no, um, for those who don't know, the, the Strokes have been a lot, uh, have been around for about what two decades at this oh, point. Oh yeah, and it's so incredible because like you really don't think about it. They're kind of one of those bands that they've stuck around. But I don't like until very recently, I haven't really heard too many people say that that's their favorite band.
0: Yeah, you know, you know what I'm saying. They, they have. They've had a couple good songs, solid songs, come out and and. They've been they've been very nice, but the 2001 album I'm gonna pull up the
1: yeah the name of that and then with a frontman like Julian Casablancas, which I personally think he's one of the best lead singers of the 21st century, at me bro, Hmm. no cap fam. With that said, um and also just he's such a versatile guy. Come on, he's done um just Julian casablanca by himself. He's done I believe is a Sad Voids the yeah. voids yes absolutely the voids as well and then with his modeling career did you not know his dad is the owner of casablanca modeling agency no i did not know that absolutely absolutely yeah. and uh, that's actually how he started casablanca records it was a subsidiary of that so branching out from the modeling agency to create the records and and, and that's how the strokes have always been able to maintain their own sound and do things the way they've wanted to
0: yeah man so that the album that we were talking about that came out in 2001 is called is this it that was their their quote-unquote masterpiece
1: but which is also their debut album which adds on to that pressure
0: yeah so not saying that everything that came after wasn't a masterpiece but, but but you know
1: when you set up the expectations high it's really hard to maintain them yeah take that home with you guys if you do the minimal work there'll be minimal
0: expectation That's the truth. So 2001, we're in 2020, ladies and gentlemen. So it's been quite a journey. You know, we're we're not going to sit here and and talk about their journey. We're going to talk about this album by the name of The New Abnormal and how it made us feel throughout the pandemic and and also the quarantine, man. It was a really rough time for a lot of people. And that album just kind of like was that happy sad boy vibe where you're rocking out you're jamming out but you're you're low key like shedding the tears you
1: might you might break it to tears at any moment but well well you don't need a stroke stopping for that either this no year. at all but I, I, but you know it it's definitely nice to have a good soundtrack to cry to
0: right absolutely <laughs> absolutely you have to you have to and if you can jam out to it even better bro hey you could happy cry to it so let's let's uh we're gonna bring up three songs why are sundays depressing why are sundays so depressing
1: well just that title by itself is relatable. Why why? Because during the pandemic, you could listen to that song
0: every day. Every single day was Sunday throughout. I mean, the pandemic's still going on, but when it was in the height of the height.
1: When we're on lockdown. When
0: we're on, yeah. We're, Th- let's call it that phase. Where essential workers was. Remember that phrase? Now I barely hear it. Now in the UK, I hear But over here, essential oh, dude. workers, you know, it's Nothing an essential Nothing's essential workers. at this point. Everything. Everything's essential. Nothing. No,
1: everything. Nothing. All of it. What is essential?
0: So why is Sunday so depressing? Being one of our favorite songs off that album, we also got Eternal Summer, which we've we've sat down here, listened to the song, created music video ideas for. Raul. don't you have a solid music video idea for? I do. You want to drop drop it on a uh, drop it on SiriusXM right now?
1: All right, let's do it. So I mean, Julian Casablancas is definitely gonna be hearing this anyway. Exactly. By the way, Julian, respond to my DM. I know you saw it.
0: Come on, swipe right.
1: Come on, just answer. Come on, swipe right. We could be friends. Anyways, so basically, it starts off very, you know, poppy. Very, you know, it's it sounds like a carnival start. You see, so I, I imagine when it starts all poppy and light, everybody's just hanging out. It's all everybody's just having a great time. Kind of like when you see those like music festival videos where like those like. Bubblegum filters, you know what I'm talking about, right?
0: It's because the song starts off very poppy, very poppy, very, very. very we very were poppy. play it for
1: you, but like we can't afford any lawsuits or We anything. don't, oh, yeah, we I, we can't afford. it really So any. for you that,
0: for you guys that are listening to this, I we really hope that you listen to "Eternal Summer" by The Strokes. The Strokes.
1: So then, but here's the thing: there's one guy who's questioning everything. He's like, "Nah, why is everybody so happy? This and that." And then, what is a essential work? Huh. So. And then, the so then the band notices. So then they start, you know, strumming the music harder and louder. And then they know that this guy's realizing. And then they're like, "Forget about it." And then they show that
0: they're actually aliens. Then they show that they're actually aliens, and it's an alien abduction. Whoa, whoa, whoa! we pause. We gotta, we gotta break down the song as well while we're going I mean, into this. I mean, bro, but like, it it starts off poppy, and then there's a breakdown. You know, I can't believe, like, yeah, it goes but like from,
1: that's when the abduction starts. Yeah, 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 I was doing
0: great then, right? But you people are just still on this poppy journey. No, so really? you have one guy questioning everything, right? Yes, and then in that process of questioning, that's where it's getting to that build that that breakdown, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, but everybody's still poppy, and then the moment that they realize that this guy is, you know questioning everything is when the breakdown starts there it is and then that's when the alien abduction starts and, and then and then their holographics pop off and then they say these guys are actually aliens and then everything's with the lasers going up into their ship and then this guy's running from the lasers and all the destruction and then it just blacks out from there and then he wakes up and then it's all poppy and then the music's all poppy again and it's all chill and it's all calm and it looks like he's back at the carnival
0: julian casablanca if but, you are listening to this please but, but now please but,
1: check us but, out but it's moving check a little bit faster out. now and some of the people are glitching it's everything's kind of glitching what's happening and then they know uh, because they're tricking him into thinking that he's still at the carnival but he's actually on the ship and it's all holograms and then they know that he knows because he's there breaking stuff trying to break the holograms and the holograms are breaking and then that's when the breakdown comes again and it's all heavy and and then at this point it just stays heavy and it's just the battle of the aliens trying to kill this one guy who realizes everything and, and then through that there's destruction all oh, all these people that were abducted are all getting slaughtered in the middle of the battle there's just casualties they're just so irrelevant and clueless on what's really happening there it's just these it's just the aliens which are the strokes and this guy battling through all these people then it ends with them destroy and then it ends with him de- destroying all the band members one by one then it's julian casablancas and our
0: hero and then it ends right there with both of them stabbing each other it's over it's over ladies and gentlemen thank god no, i'm just kidding that was is that was phenomenal um once again, listen to the song so you can understand what this man was yeah. is, is. Yeah, well, dropping, because not I'm just rambling to yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. He sounds like a crazy person. Please, Eternal Summer, The Strokes, a beautiful album and the album cover. Something that that caught our attention from even from before we heard it.
1: Yeah, man. On the cover, because uh, you were like, I've seen that before. It looks cool though. Like, where's it from? And then I was like, that looks that that's for something. And then I then I went down the rabbit hole and it, and it's a Jean-Michel Basquiat, which he unto itself well which his whole thing is a incredible journey unto itself we don't we don't have enough time and we're not going to do it enough justice to get into it but basically the album breaks down on you know basically yeah sad boy sad boy positivity is that a good way to put that and and uh then the album cover which was uh i believe it was painted i want to say in 1983 but don't quote me on that i could be wrong but and, and it's funny because it touches base on so many issues that we, that we deal now, that, yeah. that that we deal with now, with with the the wealthy versus the with poverty, immigration, immigration. Uh, with the border, which um you actually see the border painted on there as well. And it's so crazy, I think about nearly forty years later,
0: we're like that painting still it's resonates so strongly to this day. No, yep. that's true, man. Crazy, crazy album. Both those albums. Shout out to them. Um, and yeah, man. We, I mean. I love music. I'm pretty sure it's 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 on my skin. It's it's something that's embedded in my life. And and music is just it's it's amazing. It's truly something No, I know what's on my skin. What's on your skin? Hair follicles. Hair follicles. Hair follicles, everybody. Head and shoulders. Knees and toes. We need sponsors, ladies and gentlemen. Once again, this is Knowledge, Nonsense, Not- and Reasoning. This is Jonathan Correa. And I am Jonathan Correa. And we are Raúl Nieves. Yes, sir. All right, all right, all right, all right. But let's start playing games,
1: just like someone that we know who hasn't been playing games. Tua, insert last name here.
0: Tua, ladies and gentlemen, is T and O. Oh. Wow, we spoke about it. We've been speaking about it. I wasn't convinced with his um, with his, with what he did. in. I
1: was convinced from the get.
0: Yeah, no, I know you were hyped. You were hyped, but there were still. And I, I was I was I was rooting for the kid. I still am. Um, this
1: guy's a star.
0: But after the He's first a star. the first game only throwing throwing over under a hundred yards, getting carried by your defense. That's fine. You know what? I'll take it. But now we're going to play against a team that's playoff caliber. Oh they're they're gonna get there. They're super bowl contenders, in my opinion. Cal Murray. Oh. Is, is an animal. If, Do,
1: if they, you think the Cardinals are Super Bowl contenders? I think if, yeah. Wow. Yeah, they got a good, from-,
0: from Super hot take. Heard. From defense to offense, if they get their, their you know, their their she together, then they'll, they'll be fine. But the Miami Dolphins defense, ladies and gentlemen, before we go off and start talking about Tua, the Miami Dolphins defense is is legit. That's Phenomenal. Top five defense, if not number one. Some people are already, mostly Dolphins fans, are already gloating how we have the number one defense in the NFL. They're not wrong to feel this way. It is a top-five defense. There are some really good defenses out there. We're in the top five with only allowing under what? Like 100 and, under 150 points within the first eight games of the season. Let's just talk about that. The Dolphins come out in this game in particular against Arizona, and we get a strip fumble touchdown off of our defense. Our defense shed not shed blood but sh- struck blood first, hit oil first. You know what I'm saying? And that's – imagine you're a rookie. Witnessing your defense come out fighting for you. Everybody has faith in you. And this is how much faith that they have in you that they're gonna do your job and put points on the board for you to make you, you know, just guide into you look them. better. Yeah, just come into it. relax, bro. You're not
1: we got your back. But but hey, come on, dude. But we gotta give the guy some credit too. 248 yards, two touchdowns on 20 out of 28 receptions. That's I, I think that's definitely starting caliber to me.
0: Yeah. 20 on 28, 248, two touchdowns. Fire. We got we got um Kyle Murray, 21 for 26, 283 yards, three touchdowns. He had a he had a he had a game as well. Absolutely. You know? And if you look at the stats, if you really look look down at them, I'm gonna give you the rushing stats. Savan Ahmed, by the way, Miami Dolphins running backs, our first string, our starter and our second string, both out. Wow. Salvan, where did Salvan they go out to dinner they went out to dinner Absolutely. we had Jordan Howard there had 10 carries for 19 yards Salvin Ahmed 7 carries 38 yards Tua 7 carries 35 yards ladies and gentlemen we did not have control of the pace of this game because we could not run the ball but our defense made up for that and now our defense did make up for that but by limiting their scoring to, to, to very you know I mean 34 points I mean 31 points that they scored on us that's if you if you're just listening or just looking over the score, you might think that the defense didn't do no that there's more to tell on what the defense did. But granted, Kyle Murray himself had 106 rushing yards on top of the 283 passing yards that he had. This guy is the real deal, and I've been saying it, and my fantasy team is striving because of it. Eight and one, ladies and gentlemen. We got Chase Edmonds, their actual running back with 70 yards. 20, on twenty-five carries. We they were basically saying that he averaged two point eight carries, uh, two point eight yards a carry. I'm sorry. So our defense stopped him, man. Our defense was there, held it down to the end. Shout out to the kicker for scoring the game-winning field goal. Now, what what do you think is left, um, for for Tua to prove? Because he was able to complete some third-down passes. He didn't start off all right. It was one of four on third downs, and. And on the, sixth, um, on, the, on the sixth attempt, or I'm sorry, on the fifth attempt, he was in his own end zone, and he delivered a pass to his receiver, his favorite receiver up into the third quarter, in Preston Williams, I believe his name is. And he delivered a pass on third down, backed up into your own end zone. That's something that I wanted to see, and he delivered. I also wanted to see if he could put together game-winning drives, which he did. Do it again. Consistency. Do it again consistency is the key. I don't want to I don't want to put this kid in a position where he's not going to fail, but I need to see what he does when his back's against the wall. But with that being said, his back was against the wall. Exactly. Your first string running back out. Your second string running back out. Your quarterback coach out. Move over the tight end coach. Fun fact. Game when the game-tying touchdown was to a tight end. First catch in a Miami Dolphins uniform, first target as a Miami Dolphin and first catch in uh- Indiana. Well, this season, because he was cut from the Philadelphia Eagles. I what a story in itself.
1: Only in Miami, right? That is the most Miami fairy tale I've ever
0: heard. So I want some consistency would be ideal, right? That's- I mean, yeah. Look,
1: no one doubted the kid's talent. No one doubted that.
0: I, I didn't doubt his drive,
1: just the way that he carries himself. That guy's built different. But you gotta be consistent. Doesn't matter what you did yesterday, partner shout out to boy tom brady <laughs> they will come after you no matter Doesn't no matter, matter what well, no matter what so that's great i'm happy i'm happy i'm happy i was right about it i'm happy that we're succeeding but we're only halfway through the season guys
0: since some in some projections we've we're in the top 10 in on the nfl rankings Oh, for sure is, but that changes know, great, every week as well let it, don't let it get to your heads guys
1: hey guys look guys you gotta look just like we all take that criticism and uh, we take, and you know, we tell each other that, oh, don't take it too seriously. Don't take criticism, you know, don't take when people attack you too seriously. Well, you know what? Don't take when people compliment you too seriously either. Because then, what does that mean? You get comfortable and you float on that. You gotta take everything. You gotta let it slide off. Take it for what it is. And this guy looks like he knows that ten times over.
0: Right. So, in a complete agreement with uh, Raul, um, consistency is key. I wanna see this kid sit down and really study defenses because that's that's what they're gonna just keep on throwing at him. They're gonna see the more that he has these games of, of greatness, it generates some more film. And the more film that there is on a person, I mean, look at what happened to Tom Brady. <laughs> Thirty eight to three. Man. That was just getting out
1: coached too. It's crazy. Uh, I mean, you know how I feel about Bruce Arians. Who?
0: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Sean Payton is
1: I mean, Sean Payton is Sean Payton, man. And look, and I don't think that Bruce Arians is a... Okay, like, one of who Bruce Aarons reminds me of? He's like the Mike D'Antoni of the NFL.
0: That's a great, great, great option.
1: Winning coach?
0: Yeah, great advice. Guy knows
1: how to win, but you're not a championship coach.
0: This is very true.
1: Bruce Arians wins. That's fair.
0: But what has he won of substance? You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. He has a couple His His record's nice, but he hasn't... No, nah, you hit it on the mic. I'm not even going to over, over, you know what I'm saying? Step my batteries.
1: But, uh, and, uh, those guys have a team, bro. They have a team. You can't, and, and they gave Brady everything. Come on, bro. You have Antonio Brown living on Brady's couch just to play over there. I don't want to hear it. You're giving Brady everything he wants. And you know how I feel about Brady. That's the greatest quarterback of all time, in my opinion. Yeah, man. But hey,
0: Father Time catches up to all, brother. And that's the truth. And that's the truth now. Nah, well, And defenses I, catch up, man. That, uh, yeah. that game was rough on his end, it was man. Rough. I saw his butt on the ground over and over. Every time I looked up, this guy was getting sacked. And, you know. El, el pobre, bro. That's it's not That game was just. It wasn't just ugh, Drew Brees. Gassel definitely
1: gave him some avocado ice cream after that, for sure. Yeah, man. He had to cheer up. Man, what a rough time. And it's, plus, you're in Tampa. Yikes.
0: Yeah. All right. On top of it, you're in Tampa. Home. So, great win on the Saints. Um, Pittsburgh also shed some light on them. Barely escaped the Dallas Cowboys, which is one of my teams. Man, um, Pittsburgh's still late to know, but boy, did, did that look – that was ugly. That win was ugly. Comeback win against arguably one of the worst teams in the NFL. Against who? The Cowboys. Yeah, Those guys are depleted. Your favorite team, right? One of my favorite teams, yes. Right now, I'm, I'm super on the Miami Dolphins' boat.
1: You're not a cowboy anymore. I n- mean,
0: I'm. I'm still, yeah, are Number of howdies. Yeah, but that season's done, man. I, the defense is looking a little bit better, especially against Pittsburgh. But I don't know. I think just Pittsburgh had one big brain fart because, my God, the Dallas Cowboys have looked atrocious, atrocious teams, and we looked good for the most part. Our defense looked good against Pittsburgh, you know. But enough about that. Enough about football. One of my, what you know, one of my favorite uh, titles to every any article, Florida man.
1: Florida man. That's what a Florida man does. Whatever a Florida Florida man man can choke an alligator, go on a binge. You know what? But he knows how to swim. He's a Florida man. man. What happened today with Florida man, Jonathan?
0: A Florida man crossed the finish line over the weekend to become the first athlete with Down syndrome to complete an Ironman triathlon. An athlete by the name of Chris Nick Nickich. Whoa, whoa, this is not where I thought this was going to go. Yeah, yeah, This is a positive Florida man? A positive Florida man, Chris Nickich, wore a shirt featuring his motto of his 1% better every day as he completed the Panama City Beach competition Saturday and man, what a moment that was! I'm sure everyone's very emotional from him to his trainers to his guide that is with him on throughout the whole triathlon. You know, great, great moment for him, and it's a, a great, great read. I'm uh, I read it over here on Fox News. Shout out to Fox News one time, right? Wow, Remember your favorite.
1: My fit. Fa- wow, what Fox? It has to be opposite day. <laughs>
0: Fox News with some positivity. Yeah, man, absolutely. Florida man strikes again, ladies and gentlemen.
1: Florida man strike again. Call him Iron Man. Oh, uh, wow. Well, wow, well, wow. I actually didn't know about this, so well, that's awesome. That's it's definitely nice to hear especially at this point for sure. And by the uh, by the way guys, who's
0: ready to go kayaking? Kayaking? What are you talking about? What bro? am I
1: talking about? The great flood of Miami 2020?
0: Yes, yeah, let's talk about that, man.
1: <laughs> no, absolutely. I know bro, like what the hell
0: we know we know it personally there's a moat that was around our studio before the this tropical storm eta, ETA whatever you want to call it is hey is that what it's called because
1: not like straight up ETA, ETA. ETA. bro see i wasn't sure today earlier today i was on youtube and then it said hurricane ETA. So I was like, "Is that the name? Is, this- uh, is it like on the way? Do we have approximate time? Did they put this on the GPS? What's up? Do we have a location? What are we doing?" I'm not. I wasn't sure. So thank you for clearing that up for me. You're welcome. But yeah,
0: you were saying about uh about our lovely moat. We have a moat, right? Prior to the studio, there's a road right in front of our our little office here, in Dural. Now it's it was completely flooded yesterday. We came over and it was completely flooded.
1: No, well, so so i have a little Hyundai sonata uh as you know it's not the biggest car on the road so after many after a perilous journey to the studio with many pit stops and uh challenges along the way it was a battle you should have seen you should have been there but of course the aliens would have wiped your memory anyways so we made it finally to the studio and it was flooded like my car was not going to make it. How do we know my car wasn't going to make it? Because we saw a very similar looking car try
0: to make it. Did uh, not make it. He did not make it. Did not make it. Towed. told, Wrecked. 86. Done. Berries. Berries, ladies and gentlemen. He did
1: not have a submarine and it was not yellow.
0: <laughs> there are a couple of spots that I've seen on social media. Miami Lakes. Hylia. That waters them to their
1: Doral. Me. Everybody. Crazy. So it's up? 2025.
0: Miami gets flooded for real, Dude, for real. That Right? Like... How is no one alarmed by the fact that a tropical storm barely hit?
1: How do we have such bad sewage? We're surrounded by water. Like, shouldn't sewage be like a priority at this point? I, I get it. We have to be constantly building the palmetto. Whenever that's gonna finish, but we palmetto,
0: palmetto, no. <laughs> like palmetto. I don't even. Yeah, I don't even know palmetto. So
1: I, I don't even know her except during traffic, dude. Is, which is every day from four to seven, apparently. With that said, man, how is everybody so okay with this flooding? How is everybody okay with their cars being flooded? You think,
0: uh, right? A category two or up, bro. We, get, we rain, we get rain off. That was a than, tropical storm more. on a good day. Yeah, dude, barely getting hit. Maybe six hours of hard rain. Well, I'm terrified to think if an actual hurricane comes through, this floor, south floor is gonna be underwater. Where are we out to, Raúl?
1: I don't know, Tallahassee, maybe. On the road again. On the road. I don't know. I want a van. And I just want to drive around. What? What's your address? Nomad. The land. The land. The earth. Earth. I'm a. I'm. Oh, no, my fur is. I'm a. I'm a, I'm a citizen of the world. I'm a citizen. I'm a global citizen of the world. This I, man just said. I hate those people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's sounds so condescending. I'm a citizen of the world. Oh yeah. Is that what it says on your uh, birth certificate? Shit. Yeah, citizen of the world. You just hop around the world. Without a visa, I don't want to hear it. Go be a citizen of the world right now. I'd love to see you try. Yeah, right? I'd love to see you try.
0: Straight my
1: friend. Yeah, man. Like, I know there's more, like, more, like, uh, sayings like that, euphemisms like that, but uh, I can't remember any right now, but I hate them. That's okay. Citizen of the world.
0: Citizen of the world, ladies and gentlemen, which is- I bet
1: people, like, I bet people who say that wear uh, conversation glasses.
0: Those are the type of people that eat nails for breakfast with milk.
1: what type of nails are we talking about
0: like like what you use to like
1: hammer nails oh i thought you weren't the ones that you clip off you never know what you'll find under those
0: man what if someone's eating right now sorry Uh,
1: maybe maybe they're eating nails
0: yeah right i know they're a citizen of the world
1: no milk (laughs) no milk absolutely but with that said man so we talked about football, but, and we get it. The NBA offseason is happening right now, but it's literally just for now you spin around three times. It's going to be this over guys. Come be- on. It's incredible. There's only a seven 70 day window between the finals, the last game of the finals and the beginning of the season, the first game of the season. Now we're not talking about the draft free, um, free agency and then training camp. We're talking about the first game of the season. So you have a little bit over two months to put things into. So basically your average summer vacation prior to this year.
0: Look at that. That's, yeah, man, that's crazy.
1: Meanwhile. Do you agree with it? I mean,
0: yeah. What are you going to do? You have, do? To. You you have, have to. to. But but it's crazy to
1: think that whoever didn't play at the bubble, 101 was asked when they stepped on an NBA court 285 days ago by the time the season starts.
0: That's crazy.
1: Come on, that's, uh. let's see, let's do some quick math. That's about four times the rest, just about.
0: That's that's scary, man, because if you if these guys are treating their body rights, if they're not really working out to that caliber, bro, you come back, you might get hurt. And on the other hand, the guys that did play in the bubble, they could also get hurt because they just, you know, they just went through it. Yeah,
1: man. With that said, we stretch. With that said, we are about to go stretch, <laughs> with right? With that said, stretch. With that said, stretch. Now, but let's see how that goes. I'm sure that, you know, maybe some stars are going to rest, maybe not every game, but I don't see why LeBron would have to play the every single one of the first 20 games.
0: I I could have sworn someone once told me that he was going to take like the first month. Danny
1: Green that. said that. He should. No, I don't know about all that.
0: Don't even show face. I
1: don't even know about that. I think that, no, no, see? (laughs) No, 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 bro. Think about people. Well, you know what? What am I talking about? People aren't going to be allowed in stadiums. Yeah, absolutely. I was about to go on a whole tangent about what about that little boy who saved all his lunch money to go see LeBron because that's his hero. And he's only going to be in Cleveland for one night. And he goes to LeBron's school. Oh, I created this whole fairy tale right now. That was beautiful. And that, but then I realized, you're not going to stadium. Nobody you cares. You, you
0: don't think at all.
1: With the, I don't see why they would. Honestly, I, I, I'm intrigued to see how they go about it. Because here's the thing: when you went the bubble was a resounding success, zero positive test.
0: Yeah.
1: Come on. So. You can't argue with that, especially when you've seen the fiasco that was the Major League Baseball and and the NFL to a lesser extent as well. Right. And and what's the only difference? Some audience, and they've been traveling.
0: Yeah, but, I mean, you're gonna. Have, but you can't ask. Have... But
1: you can't ask players to to stay at Disney World for once upon months.
0: Would you? Oh, but. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You don't have to pay me. Just be like, "Hey, guy, entertain these guys. Say some wacky jokes. Oh, be, be be a LeBron's tower boy." I'll be like, "Bro, absolutely. Whatever you want me to do. Whatever you want me to do." Nick Cannon. Nick, bro, Nick <laughs> Cannon. Man. But no, I'm excited to see what they do. I'm excited for off season. Off season only lasts. Uh, I'm sorry, free agency only lasts two days.
0: So let's see how that goes. Yeah. It's gonna be two days, you said for real?
1: Yeah, man. Check out this timeline. The draft, November eighteenth. Free agency starts November twentieth. You can start signing November twenty second. We're gonna have all this wrapped up by Thanksgiving, dude. What are we doing?
0: But about it there, everybody.
1: What are we doing?
0: I'm I'm I mean, I'm hyped for basketball to come back. I'd I would have rather go extend to um Martin Luther King Jr. Day.
1: So so then what do you think at that point? Put me in, coach. No, but like, what's up from Martin Luther King Day to uh, getting the playoffs started in June? How many games do you think that would have been?
0: It's Sixty, seventy.
1: It's seventy-two games right now. Right. No, seventy. Seventy-two. Seventy, seventy-two. That
0: see, see, guys, that happens when you doubt yourself. You look stupid. Don't, don't, don't doubt yourself. In this, in this point, in this scenario, he's we sound stupid. Oh well, many scenarios. This just happens to be the one that we're talking about. But you're saying, <laughs> but anyways, so
1: yeah, man. I think at that point you're doing what fifty-eight games, give or take. Yeah, yeah, fifty-eight games. Take away fourteen games, about a month's difference of
0: time. Sounds about right. I don't know. Do you think? Do you think at any point throughout the season there will be fans in attendance? I think so. <sighs> I I think the
1: NBA is too prude.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. Uh, i think All I right first let's incorporate traveling first
0: yeah i think i think it's gonna be like the first couple months write it out if they have control they'll they'll let you know like tw- maybe 25 percent of people you know keep people interested i mean people are still going to be interested but still you want you want to Game, you want to walk towards normalcy, right?
1: I guess. a twenty-five? Would you want to go to a twenty-five percent NBA game, specifically NBA games, because I feel that crowd attendance is more personal in those.
0: Yeah, I would. I would definitely go. Yeah, absolutely. Me too.
1: Now, do you think tickets would be cheaper, more expensive, same price? I'm
0: sure it'll be at a a, a price where they're making, you know. Yeah, man. Because they have to make some money off of it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I hope. I'm hoping that they don't go to the nightclub round. The we're, we're, we're not for, for most clubs, you gotta you gotta buy a table. Like at Space, for example. Space Miami, big shout out, big fan. But I definitely cannot afford one of those tables.
0: Yeah, you got a
1: thousand five hundred dollar It's started. in a couple places, right? Yeah. Yeah. El Patio too. You guys know how we feel about El Patio here. It's my favorite backyard. I love it. It's my favorite backyard.
0: It's the best.
1: Bunch of cool cats. Bunch of cool cats. Bunch of dogs running around. You know what I mean? Oh,
0: yeah. You
1: know? It's a ball. But, uh, yeah, I know you have to get a table if you want to go there as well. So, I'm very I'm very interested to see if uh, the NBA is going to charge premium prices when they do reopen. Or maybe even only season ticket holders.
0: Yeah, because, I don't know. I I get... I get an update, or not an update, but I get an ad for the Miami Heat season tickets every day on Instagram, and it's always telling me 95% of tickets sold out. And I'm just like, what? I wonder what happened.
1: If anybody out there
0: knows, give
1: us a shout out and let us know. Throw because, our email out on, yeah, on the Radio Wave. KNRPodcast2020 at gmail.com. Send us an email if you guys have any information on this, because I'm definitely intrigued on what happened to us. Like, did you have to pay? And then it rolls over to the next season. Did they freeze everything? What's up? What, what me- is going
0: on, ladies and gentlemen?
1: Because I because I get it. If the tickets in a freeze, I need a freeze. But I'll tell you what's not freezing. The heat about these trade rumors. What's
0: up? What do you which one's the one that you like right now? Man,
1: I like well, I, I like the most outlandish one. And there's a few outlandish ones. Go but Devin Booker. Devin Booker. We we're talking about that. What's up? I I'm about it. Would you trade Dunk, Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson?
0: Um Olenek and Kendrick Nunn. Yeah, all of them. All day. For Devin Booker locked in for four years. What are we doing? Yeah, absolutely. Get rid of all of them. I trust I trust Pat Riley to plug in the pieces yeah. by getting a, another group of dude, we'll find some guy out of Wyoming or something. Yeah, another group of no name guys. You know? That's rock and roll. At the end of the day, I got love for all those players. Um but you know we're trying to win. This is what it is all about. Now, know? realistically, though, I like I
1: like Victor Oladipo.
0: You you have mentioned Victor Oladipo before.
1: I will. I think that a good trade for him would be you know Kendrick Nunn, Duncan Robinson, Olenek, and you know what, bro. If it really comes down to it, we'll throw in a second rounder.
0: I don't know, man. I think I think Oladipo needs a, a an audition, like. And I don't want that audition to be with the Heat.
1: I'm super about it to be with the Heat,
0: man. Did he finish the season last? This last season? He, did, yeah. he did. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm super. I'm super about him doing that tread on the Heat, and and then think about it. It's not going to ruin our free agency prospects in any way. We're only on the hook for a year. That's true. So try him out now. Try him out now. Let's see how it goes. You think we need to sign someone to win? I think that we're missing one one bigger piece. Yeah, physically
0: I, bigger, or just.
1: No, like just a twenty-point-a-night scorer, right? Type of deal. Nothing too crazy, but like a guy who who could play a third fiddle for sure.
0: But then you're giving up. You're giving up defense, man. Because I've I've been saying it. We need size. You think so? We need a guy that I could, don't know. We need I, a guy that could get look. We need we need a center. Like we'll get ideally, three points a night. Ideally like a stretch four. Everybody, yeah.
1: I would like a stretch four.
0: Well who do we have at, who's a true center right now? You don't want a true center.
1: I think I think Bam is doing great exactly where he has at the five. I think that if we crowd that up, we're gonna have a similar situation
0: to what they have in in oh with Philly. Yeah, but man, you think about it. You think about this. I, maybe I'm just scarred from the finals. From just how bodied we got, bro. We got bodied. Yeah, bro, but,
1: like, you're talking about Anthony Davis. Guy's the top three player in the league. Okay, a team that we're going to see again. Okay, okay, but, like, but we need shooting then. Because Anthony Davis can shoot from anywhere.
0: Right, but we we held him down. We held him down pretty good after game two. And he just got whatever he wanted to pay. Because Bam Adebayo cannot... Dude, you got LeBron James, you got Javon, you got McGee on top of it. You got all these other guys too that are tiring you out. So then,
1: so then for a team like the Heat, do you think size or shooting is more I would, more I would go for size. I would go you for would size go for over size.
0: shooting. I, I don't know. I because I think it's easier to find shooters than it is to find good, consistent, healthy. Keyword: healthy big men in the M- NBA.
1: Okay, so then, like, who would you like? Like, what's a big man that you would like?
0: Yeah, that that, that that like fits. I'm just, a, I'm just a. I'm just a philosopher here, man. Oh, okay. I, I can't throw names. Okay, out there. see, like, wanna who I would like? I don't know who's available to get. Wanna know who year. I would like? Who could we get? Kalinari. Can we get him? We could, we could, I, yeah, he's a free he's agent. He's a four, though, right? He's a, f- bro, he's a three and D4. What's, how, how big is he? This guy's like 6'8, six, six, nah, right? I need, a, I need 6'10 plus. Bro, I don't know. I think that's. Who's still, our biggest guy on our team? Bam. He's what? 6'10, right? 6'10. Get out of here. Yeah. Get out of
1: here. I don't know. I hear you, but. I don't know. J
0: Crowder's or what? J Crowder's the power power forward. Yeah, Lister like the Kelly Olenek? Come on, yeah. bro.
1: No, I think we need a four, but I don't think moving Bam to the four is it, dude. Okay, but well I don't we, think oh, that
0: we need a, a stretch four, bro. Or a stretch four? Yeah, no, a, guy, a stretch a three dude, and D four. A big like six ten. Jeremy Grant. Jeremy Grant would be a good. Jeremy dream. Grant would be Jeremy a nice fit. Would be great. Maybe
1: Paul Millsap if he's ring chasing right now.
0: Off the bench, yeah. Why not? I would like Paul Millsap. What with Aguadala? You keep Iggy,
1: bro. I mean, yeah, we still have him. I mean, but if we could trade Iggy for a point guard, I do think that we need a point guard. Kendrick Nunn did not follow through. Korkorinjake, even if we re-sign him, he's not gonna come back until at, at least the All Star. Yeah, he has to. He has to so, rehab everything. So, so I so I His would life. like so I would like. I, That's why I think the shooting comes in, because our two best players, and B- Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo, these guys are not great shooters. They're not great shooters. And, we, and, and we're and we in a shooting league. And then fine, you could say that, you know, we could find shooting anywhere, but we got to give Tyler Hero his process of his shooting. Duncan Robinson has just scored more more three-pointers in the season than Ray Allen has in his whole career. Not everybody does that either. Jay Crowder, 39% three-point shooting as well. Olenek, uh, above uh, league average as well. And then, come on, Gordon Dragic was your leading scorer throughout the playoffs. These are a lot of non- a- a- anomalies that,
0: you know, right. worked we, out we, in our favor. We live, we live, we, we get, we, we give up the paint because we can score three points. I yeah. get that. I get that.
1: And it just seems like something that's been working for us. And I think that if we continue pursuing that, because we have the defense, bro. We have defense. Yeah. Yes, come on. You had two out of the best three players in the league, which is why I think that we need a third star compared to them only needing two because those guys are just that good.
0: Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. And and would that be and if since you're right, that means that you're not left because three lefts do make a right. I, yeah, that's they, right. They do
1: Quote. You could call me on that. That then I'm left I'm confused and we're gonna have and we're gonna about leave you guys isn't that right i don't know what i don't know what else is left to, to say. say so good night everybody this is knowledge
0: nonsense and reasoning thank you so much for tuning in we really appreciate you guys Th-
1: thank you guys for listening to this nonsense we don't know where we're at half the time and we don't know what dimension it is